Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 46. Welcome, welcome, welcome. All right, everybody. My guest today, I've been so excited. I've been so excited. Krista Elisha actually recommended this guy, um, and he's just got a powerful ministry and a powerful testimony. He's the pastor of prophetic ministry at Vineyard Church Northwest in Cincinnati, Ohio, and he's also the founder of Behold Wonder. Welcome my guest today, Micah Turnbow. Micah, well, hello, hey. Hello, everybody. Hi, guys. <laughs> hey, welcome to the show. Thank you. That uh, intro is groovy. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a I'm a ballet dancer, so we did a lot of jazz. Oh yeah, as well. So I'm sitting here like, oh my gosh, kickball yeah. change, kickball change. That's awesome. You know, I'm just thinking about it. Yeah, it's yeah. groovy. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, I was getting you. I getting you warmed up, man. Yeah, you get me all warmed up. Yeah. yeah. So really quick, talk about your ministry, Behold Wonder. What is yeah. that? Yeah. So what it is is the the whole focus of it is it's a it's a ministry the lord has me do where it's really raising up friends of god the, the lord appeared to me and said micah bring me friends mm. and i was actually shocked that that was a uh you know desire on his heart because i wanted to do you know i like oh well i want to i want to do these other big things lord right. but he asked me to bring him friends and i said okay lord i don't know how to do that <laughs> how, how do i how do i bring you friends and so behold wonder is centered around um, really exalting Jesus and bringing glory to Jesus and showing people how to encounter his presence, mm. be in place of encounter and the vastness of that. Cause mm. there's so much that Jesus wants to display that Jesus wants to say, you know, to his people and he's ready for heart to heart connections. Mm. You know, he's yeah. ready for heart to heart connections. And Amen. it's amazing to see that happen in a heart where a heart is like, wow, I love you, Lord Jesus. You know, they get into that moment. It's like, all right, I'm done. I'm out yeah. the way. It's you now. Yeah. So. Well, and it's interesting because I, I've often talked to people. I've seen a lot of cool miracles, mm -hmm. um, a lot of cool provision, mm -hmm. uh, crazy words of knowledge and really blessed people. And the Lord mm -hmm. did a lot through that. Mm -hmm. But I honestly, in my opinion, the greatest miracle of all is for someone, the Lord changing someone's heart. Oh, yes, that to me right. is like, I get that's really right. emotional. Like when I think about it, like mm -hmm. the, these are some people that I know personally who got delivered from drug addiction and mm -hmm. all these things. They were calloused and angry. Mm -hmm. And then just seeing what the Lord has done mm -hmm. in their lives. I'm like, that's the greatest miracle. Absolutely. Like, God saving somebody and changing them. Yeah. Uh, it's just amazing. So yes, absolutely. Yeah. You are so right. When, yeah. when you see a heart of stone become a heart of flesh, Mm -hmm. I love that verse in Jeremiah. I will now give you a heart of flesh, Yeah, you know, and, that is, is so beautiful to see that when the person is just like everything they've ever wanted is right there in the man, Christ Jesus, Amen. you know, it's like, yeah. that's right. Him, yeah. he right there. <laughs> that's the guy you want. You yeah. Know? Amen. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. One thing that uh, really quick, I just, as a comment, there was a video I think you had posted mm -hmm. or it was a, a post you'd posted a couple of days ago on Facebook. And I was like, mm -hmm. man, like that really, yeah, it's that simple. Cause I, I've been going through a lot of like family stuff right now. Mm -hmm. And so life is really crazy as a result mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. And you were talking about, you were getting ready to speak somewhere and you mm -hmm. went in the car and you just soaked in his presence. Yes. And it helped kind of just, and I was like, yes. yeah, it's that simple, man. <laughs> yes. you know, like, I need to like curate the perfect prayer. And I need to like, what verse can I think right. of? And I'm like, Sometimes those things don't come to my mind. And, yes. and just yes. getting into his presence mm -hmm. is like, mm -hmm. man, it's just like, Yes. Just, it's the best in the world. <laughs> it sure yeah. does. Yeah. It sure does. It's the best in the world. You know, mm -hmm. I'm in the car and I'm tired and I got a lot of meetings going on and I'm mm -hmm. speaking things coming up and I'm like, okay, but Holy Spirit is so faithful to mm -hmm. empower you, you mm -hmm. know, and he lives on the inside of us. All of that power is on the inside of yeah. us. And when it, it's just, when he just steps out of you and says, Hey, look, here I am right here. You're yeah. like, Oh yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. And he just, yeah. oh, it's so great to be filled with his presence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you call yourself, I guess, um, a seer, yeah. but you're mm -hmm. also a bit of a storyteller as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. What mm -hmm. has that been something that, how, what was your upbringing like? Was that something that you always saw? Mm -hmm. um, where yeah. you always saw things in the spirit realm? Mm -hmm. Yes. It was so fun. I, when 
I actually didn't know I was seeing things until a little bit uh, later growing up. But when I was uh, little, we would uh, do these New Year services at at, a, at our church, and um, my sisters and my mom and my dad act two were in the production, and I was too little, so I would sit on the lap of of one of their friends and watch. Mm-hmm. And I used to love watching my sisters dance because they would use their hands, a certain hand movement, mm-hmm. move their hands. And I would see lights going around their hands and around their really? heads. It just, there were these, these pretty lights, but Jeff, I thought they were part of the show. I thought it was <laughs> lights, you know? So I, I, you know, I had no idea that those were angels. And then yeah. my mom would do these shows, these performances, and they have like this like mock throne and they had like, you know, blue per- or blue sparkly things on the ground, be like the sea of glass. Mm-hmm. But I always would see, a man in white sitting in that seat. And I thought he was part of the show. Wow. But it was Jesus who was there. And that and that blows my mind, Jeff, because it's like there's a human mocking version of a throne and Jesus is there sitting there, you know, where he has yeah. the greatest and highest throne that no one can create ever in heaven. He chooses to come down and say, hey, I'll sit here. You make this for me. I'll sit in it. Wow. You know, what kind of a relational God is that? Mm-hmm. You know, and my mom would just sing and the other singers would come up and sing. And I say, oh, there's a, a man sitting right there. I had no idea it was Jesus. That's wild. <laughs> Dude, honestly, you saying that actually mm-hmm. I'm remembering mm-hmm. a, an experience from when I was maybe five or six mm-hmm. at my church and mm-hmm. they did this production mm-hmm. and there's a part where Jesus comes out. Oh man, mm-hmm. this is like blowing me away. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I remember mm-hmm. he was just people on yeah, the stage. Yeah. And my dad leans over to me and goes, there's Jesus. And I looked up above and mm-hmm. I saw this giant man in glowing white. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I, it's like blown me away. Like, I just realized, I'm remembering <laughs> that for the first time. I'm like, whoa. That is so cool, yeah. man. And That's so, so cool. Yeah. Like, I, I knew there was somebody down below that was supposed uh-huh. to represent Jesus in the play. Yes. But I was looking and I saw displayed like up above them giants. Mm-hmm. Like wow. Yeah. So that's okay. incredible. That's All incredible. Right. Look at you. Yeah, man, look at awesome. that, man. That's <laughs> crazy. Awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. I thought yeah. I thought they were part of the show. And then I, I would see um I called the men in the white suits. They would be um against the walls in the back, and I thought they were part of the church. But it's just interesting as a kid, you it it's you know, for me, it, it, as a kid, it was just normal. I didn't, I didn't know what a seer was. I just mm-hmm. thought that was what it was there. You know, yeah. that's what's there. And then yeah. I get older, and I'm like, okay, I, I get these words from other prophets. You're a prophet. You're a seer. This kind of thing. And I'm like, what is that? Yeah. You know, <laughs> so I don't know what that yeah. is. <laughs> you know, I just like playing my video games. You know, or yeah. So, um, yeah, it's. So when I was little, it was opened up to me mm. and the demons didn't come until a little bit later than that, but start yeah. off with the angels. First. So it was, it was like as plain as day, as mm-hmm. like, you're looking at me, mm-hmm. you see things in the spirit, mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. man, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. It's, it's, it's kind of hard when you're driving though. Cause, oh yeah. Cause I'm out, <laughs> I'll see angels as big as the hemisphere. That are just really? yeah. as large as the hemisphere, and they're looking into the earth. And I said, "Oh goodness, you know, I need to pull over, yeah, know, just so I can finish this, this, this sighting, this encounter right now, because yeah. I don't want to hit nobody." But yeah. their angels are real; they're very, yeah. very real. Yeah, and so there's, I, I mean, you just said there's some as big as the hemisphere. That was something that blew me away when my sister, when we were younger, she mm-hmm. would see angels, and she mm-hmm. was like, "Oh yeah, there's." Some, and I was like, well, what do they look like? She's like, well, some of them are as tall as that phone pole. And I was like, mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there are people who are hearing this for the first time that are like, hold on, wait. Mm-hmm. So angels are mm-hmm. different sizes. You're yes, saying. yes, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, the four living creatures that are around the throne um, are as big as, uh, you know, the like the Empire State Building, you know, just as big as those buildings. And they're so rhythmic, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Their wings go up and they lower. They're so rhythmic. Mm, Heaven wow. around the throne is so rhythmic. Wow. And and I and I notice those things because like I said, I'm a dancer. So it's mm-hmm. like I notice movement and they all move together. 
you know, mm-hmm. and their eyes all around and within it, but there can be all different sizes. Wow. Angels. Yeah, yeah. That's just crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there a height limit in terms of how short they are or are there? Some oh, that I've are like- seen some that are like this big. Really? Yeah. I've okay. seen, I've seen, I, okay. This is a strange one, but I've seen stuff where when the pastor or preacher is, is, is speaking, I'll see the angels come in. Some of them come in from the ceiling. They'll come in and be about like, like that big and they'll go in their ear and come out through the other ear, uh, you know, and sometimes wow. they'll go into the heart and then come out yeah. of the mouth, you yeah. know? And I'm like, I said, Holy spirit. I said, what? are those, fire- said, are those fireflies? What are those? He said, <laughs> he said, no, Micah, those are angels. I said, Oh, those are tiny. <laughs> they're very weak. And yeah. they're little, little angels. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. mm-hmm. Oh man, that's mm-hmm. cool. So mm-hmm. you grew up in a very prophetic home yes. and you mm-hmm. started seeing angels. Mm-hmm. Um, for those that don't know, and mm-hmm. you're very open about this, sure. you and you for a time lived as a gay man. Mm-hmm. 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 And what, what was the transition from being in that? Cause I know there's some people listening. They're like, well, he was, he saw angels and he mm-hmm. saw, he was in this like pr- you know, like yes. very, very familiar with the power of God. What mm-hmm. was that transition like? How did that yeah. happen? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, it's, there are all kinds of ways or common ways that people say they entered into homosexuality, mm-hmm. but me, yeah. Raised in a loving family, a family of Jesus homeschooled. And so that means we were at home and the word of God was put into us, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. It started with a lie. Mm. It started with a lie, and that lie was simply that started the whole thing to, for me was you are not good enough. Mm. And so I kept trying to pursue what does that mean to be good? And it just kind of grew because I kept listening to that lie. Suddenly you weren't good enough. And it went to you're not good enough to be a man. You mm-hmm. know, you don't you don't fit into the status quo of masculinity, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I just accepted those lies. And, you know, what the enemy sometimes will use situations that are happening around you and kind of try and boost his point. Mm-hmm. I always had a hard time making friends, you know, and um, there were times where, I, you know, I would try and I would try and it just didn't seem to really stick. And yeah. and I remember the Lord would say to me, I'm like, you know, I will be your friend. I used to have these dreams, Jeff, where I would be riding my bicycle around the block in our neighborhood and Jesus would be riding bicycles with me and talking mm-hmm. to me, you know? So he really wanted to, to be my friend. But what's interesting is through those times, through that growing up and in in, in dealing with that homosexuality, the Lord never left me at all. Wow. I still saw him. I still had encounters in heaven with him. Even when I had thoughts that were not agreeing with how he designed me, mm. I still, say that one more time because yeah. I mm. want people to hear that. Yeah, yeah. You had encounters, yes. even in the midst of yes. being in homosexuality. Yes, absolutely, okay. absolutely. Okay. I mean, like you said, I'm very open. I I also dealt with pornography as well, mm. and he, the Lord Jesus, had walked in on me when I was looking at pornography. Walked through the wall and looked right at me, picked me up, put a ring on my finger and a crown on my head and a new white garment. And uh, and he stood back and he looked at me and he said, that's you. Wow. This is the real you. Wow. Like, what kind of king is that? Right. That that just blew me away. That blew Mm. me away. Man. He never left me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that there's a lot of tendency within the church to look at, you know, obviously sin is sin, yeah. right? Yeah. And and this is not even a homosexuality thing. This is just a sin, sin. thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And realizing the the older I get and the more I get to know the Lord, mm-hmm. the more I realize how intense his love is for us. And yes. that I just, I love that scripture. It's in, uh, I think in Psalms where he removes our transgressions as far as the East is from the West, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that it has to be East as far as the East is from the West. Cause that's an infinite thing. Whereas right. if it was North and South, you know, it's like, right. you can mm-hmm. only go North so much before you start going South. Mm-hmm. And I just, um, 
it's such a powerful thing and just how great God's love is for us because the the finger wagging and the mm-hmm. the hellfire and brimstone isn't going to do it right you know? you're and, so and right so important to know the love of God it doesn't mm-hmm. change that he's holy mm-hmm. it doesn't change that we are to be holy as the Lord our God is holy mm-hmm. but to know that that love of God oh man that's yes Really you're powerful. on it, bro. You're on it. Yeah. You're so right. It's the his kindness that draws us into repentance. Mm-hmm. You know, and there were so many times, uh, Jeff, where I would stumble and just fall, you know, again, you know, and you know, just so you said, no, my parents, they were like, No, you're a man of God. God didn't create you to be a gay man. No. Wow, okay. My parents were a huge force into this. They knew what I was going through, but they also kept calling up my identity, even my siblings. You know, my younger brother and my two older sisters, they were like, no, you're God created you to be a son, a man of God, you know, and in my head, I'm like, okay, that sounds cool. But I still have all these feelings. I still have all these desires. Oh, look, I'm going to heaven. And I'm thinking, I can't talk to Jesus right now. I can't be around the father right now. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't they know what I was just thinking. One of my favorite times I had a really I had a really bad day you know, uh, just trying to be good in my thoughts, trying to be good in my desires. And it just was like not happening. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I hear the Lord say to me, son, he said, come here. And I said, I'm no, I told him, I said, I'm not going. And he said, come here, come here. And I said, no, I'm not going. And I turned around when I turned around to look behind me, the walls moved and there was this massive throne and God looking directly at me. And he stands up off his throat and he just shouts at me in this complete joy and so much love. And he says, ah, I love you. And then he came to me and he just picked me up and he just swung me around and around and just again and again. And I remember the feeling of his beard and all that. When we get gold dust on us, it's because it's God kissing us. Mm. So I tell people when you see gold dust on you, you just got a big old kiss from God because it's all in his beard. (laughs) Gold dust is all in God's beard. Wow. And so I, I, oh, and I, I remember he's swinging me around and around. And he says, I love you. I love you. He said, you are so amazing. He's holding my face. You're so amazing, Micah. And I'm like, how are you this good? And everything just, oh, I mean, I'm sorry. There was no lightning bolt striking me to death. Yeah. It was a big old bear hug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, man. It was amazing, bro. <laughs> Man, I just like his love is so big, and yes. it's like I just, yes. um, I love that your parents still, your family, mm. they they spoke into who you really were, right? Um, because right. there's a lot of people mm. who either you've had your parents speaking that into you, mm-hmm. or you're speaking that into your kids, or mm-hmm. in your sibling, or your mm-hmm. cousin, or your friend, mm-hmm. and that that had to have done something in the spirit mm-hmm. you know, yes speaking the truth yes. of who you were yes Absolutely. now was there ever something inside of you when they would say that was there any because i know that within the the lgbtq community there's very much a no this is who i am yeah and you need yeah. to accept everything about me or you mm-hmm. don't accept anything at all was mm-hmm. there ever anything like that that rose up inside of you or absolutely was it because that's all i knew uh, th- that was what was real see mm-hmm. what got rid of or what see how being gay disappeared it was the fact that i had a mind shift on who i was mm-hmm. see someone telling me which is awesome you know like you can't be this you can't be that cool but there had to have been a shift in my mind, a change in my mind for me to really believe, wow, it is not about being gay or straight. Hmm. It's about being a son of God. That's who I am in heaven. Yeah. That's who I am around the throne is a son of God. I remember Jesus saying to me, and I, I would say, well, Lord, me and Jesus were honest. I mean, they were, I was honest with him. I hope I did not have anything. I mean, you can't. Yeah, right. <laughs> you yeah, know, good luck. Yeah, yeah we, we, we were honest. I would say, Jesus, I am not attracted to women right now. Mm. You know, I am attracted to men. I so that's what I feel. And you're telling me I it's wrong for me to be this way. All I feel is a attra- So does that mean I have to go and like women now? And Jesus would smile. He would smile at me and he says, No. He says, You are my son and who mm. I am pleased. 
He says, you are my son. Live from that reality that you're a son of God. And when I hit that, when I finally reached that, Jeff, homosexuality just disappeared. It wasn't like a, you know, a massive power encounter. It was just, it was just gone. And I remember Mm -hmm. thinking, I remember that day walking up to the dorm, uh, to class. I was in college, walking up to class. And then I just, it's gone. It's not even there anymore. It wasn't, it wasn't even an option. It wasn't even a thought. It wasn't, it's, it's gone. It's gone. And I said, I don't want to be anything else. Mm. I just want to be his son. I am his son. Yes. My masculinity, me being a man is part of that identity of being a son, Mm -hmm. but I am so much more. And that's why I say, I refuse to let culture tell me how I should act or be. Yeah, that's good. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. I refuse to let culture, even for the color of my skin, how a black male, a black male prophet even should Mm -hmm. act. No, I am a son who is loved. That's where I live. That's where I stand. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's so powerful. Wow. Yeah. And I, I know that, um, I was talking to a loved one who identifies as as homosexual Mm -hmm. and they said to me, and this actually really brought into perspective how deep this thing Mm -hmm. goes for a a lot of people that Mm -hmm. are dealing with this is he said, you telling me that, or someone telling Mm -hmm. me that I can't like men would be Mm -hmm. like me telling you, you can't like women as Mm -hmm. a straight man. Mm -hmm. He's like, that's exactly how it feels. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, this goes mm-hmm. deep. It goes like, this deep. isn't just about mm-hmm. like, and I, that's probably going to be really enlightening for some people watching this going, yes. Oh, yeah. you know, it doesn't change the fact that it's, you know, against God's original design. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change any of that. Right. But at the same time, it did bring a lot of clarity to me of like, mm-hmm. okay. And did, was it the same for you? Yes. Where, like, oh, like you felt it. It was deep core. in here. It, yeah. It was, it was, it was woven into the the core of my spirit like like i i believed that that is how i was or i and i couldn't change mm. you know and like i said it's the love of god it's mm. truly is the love of god bringing you in to his word see it's amazing the voice of god sets us free mm-hmm. the voice of god is powerful the voice of god is shakes and so it was his voice continually speaking into that deep place saying, no, this is who you are. That released power, that released love. Mm-hmm. You know, my parents, you know, my siblings, they did their part saying, you know, this is who you are. This is who you are. That's awesome. But they're not the voice of the Lord. Right. Yeah. You know, this, that's cool. I believe they were releasing things. And I know they were releasing things in the spirit, but I needed the voice of the Lord to touch me. Mm. I needed it to go deep, you know, into me and, and, and to change and shift and bring me into that new reality. Mm-hmm. And like I said, when, he, when I, it reached that moment and I said, yes, that's what it is. Like I said, it was gone. It just. Mm. Yeah. I think about it, that, that scripture, the, the word of God is powerful, sharper than any double short, double edged sword, piercing yes. even to the division of soul and spirit joints and marrow yes. and realizing like, Yes. That really informs me even, I, you know, with, with friends and loved ones who yes. are in this yes. of, of, um, you know, like mm-hmm. praying for the, the, the voice of the Lord in their mm-hmm. lives. Yes. Um, yes. And I mean, how would you, how would you encourage maybe people who, who do have loved ones that are maybe even somebody who's wrestling with homosexual thoughts right yeah. now? How would yes. you encourage people mm-hmm. in that? I always ask Jesus, what do you think of me? Mm. What do you think of me? Who am I to you? How do you feel about me? You know, and I, we would, Jesus and I, we would go through a song of Solomon and he would say to me, Micah, read song of Solomon one. And it says, okay. And it says the verses, and I still, still dwell in in this verse, even to this day, I still Mm. go back to it, meditate. Let him kiss me with the kisses of his word. In some translation, it says mouth. And then it says, for your love is better than wine, 
better than the pleasures of this world. I would read that. And so I would just say that and I would pray that verse and I'd say, Jesus, would you come and kiss me with the kisses of your word? I don't even fully know what that means, but I know that's an intimate thing. Mm -hmm. I know that I can access intimacy that even my heart is saying I want with another male. I know that me accessing intimacy with you, desiring to be known, desiring to be loved, I know there's truth there. Mm -hmm. I know that's real. I and so I would just pray those prayers that that I would encounter him in a real way and, mm -hmm. and for his voice to touch me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. His voice is the one that sets us free. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And I was listening to someone, which I guess kind of goes along with what you're saying. I was listening yeah. to a, a couple of different individuals who mm -hmm. um, the Lord brought out of homosexuality. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And they said, you know, for years, for years, I tried mm -hmm. to pray the gay away, yeah. you know, yeah. I, yeah. Um, yeah. and nothing, mm -hmm. the feelings would just stay there. And they said, all of them said the same thing. Actually, mm -hmm. they said mm -hmm. it wasn't until I laid it down and I said, I am believing God that you have something better for me than this. that's right. That's right. That's right. And I thought that was really powerful. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You are absolutely right. It is for me. It was the voice of God, I got so hooked on hearing and listening to his voice. I wanted to hear it again and again and again, you know, and even when those feelings of being gay, I would, I would stop praying, say, Oh God, take this away. I would just start saying, okay, God, what do you think about me right now? Mm. I have these feelings. I didn't even, I wouldn't even address wow. those feelings. I would say, God, what do you think about me? Tell mm. me why I'm so awesome. Tell me why I'm amazing. You know, and he would tell me, Micah, you're amazing because I did this for I put this in you. We're gonna do this together. Amazing. You're gonna see me again tomorrow. You know, like and <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm distracted out of those feelings because I'm so hooked on the voice of God. Yeah. I'm so hooked to hearing how I it says, and it says in his word that his thoughts this got me. His thoughts about you are more numerous than the grains of sand. Yeah. That is a ton of thoughts. Yeah. Psalm 134, I believe. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, okay, God, if you have a lot of thoughts about me, I want to hear them all. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I want to hear them yeah, all. Yeah, lay it on me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tell me, tell me, tell me. And so I would say, God, tell me your thoughts about me. The way of the voice, man, sets yeah. us free. Amen. Yeah. 139, by the way, everybody. It's all those people that were there, 139, not 134. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Read it. It's awesome. And mm -hmm. it's like, there's a couple of different translations of that. There's like, how precious to me are your thoughts? Mm. And it just stays there. But there's also other ones that say, how precious are your thoughts concerning me? Yes. Where I had to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. Yes, yes, And then yes. I think it says, when I awake, I am still with you. And I love mm -hmm. that. Just, oh my gosh, mm. so true. So good. So true, so, so true, good. bro. So yeah, you, I mean, that's a pretty pretty powerful thing to, mm -hmm. to come out of that and, and mm -hmm. to have that kind of an experience with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I love that he was like, I've got plans for you. I've oh. got, you and I are going to do stuff together. Yes. And it's like, yes. it's not, it's not enough for God that, that, that we're, <laughs> that we've come to his feet. He's like, let us do stuff. You know? Yes. Yes. So he is Jesus dreams so big, man. And he told me, I remember, Oh, I remember in this season of dealing with homosexuality, I remember getting caught up before the throne of God. And the throne of God is so amazing. It is so full of light mm -hmm. and these steps that lead up to him in that rainbow that, oh, it is amazing. Yeah. And he's so powerful and so full of flashes of light and glory, but he wants to hold you, to be near you. He, it's amazing how God is. And I remember, <laughs> I remember, being walking up these steps to the throne of God and the father, he, he has a habit. He does this to me all the time where he'll just pick me up and he puts me on his lap. And it's like, I'm watching him work, you know, my head's against his chest and I could feel him breathing. His, wow. You know, he's, he's real. I mean, yeah. he's not a spirit that you just go through. He saw, you can feel him. He's corporeal. Yeah. Yes. He's like, yeah. You can feel him. You can know what he feels like the gems in his, Physique, it's incredible. But wow. I, you know, I'm against his chest and I see a journal. And I said, Oh, I said, 
father, I said, that's a beautiful journal. And I said, what is it? He said, that's yours. And I said, mine? He said, all of the promises in there that you are going to complete and fulfill. Hmm. He said, it's already written. And I said, oh my goodness. And so I began to open up and the journal just flipped open up all these incredible things in there. And then father said to me, see if you can find anywhere in there where I said that you are a gay man. Couldn't find it. There's nothing in there about it. All that was in there was my sonship, who I was as a son, who I was as a bride of Christ, who I was as a priest unto God. Mm. Man, that wrecked me. Yeah. That wrecked me because I said, oh, man, ah, like this is incredible. This is incredible. It was like he wasn't just trying to, he wasn't just trying to stop being that. He wanted me to just go ahead, take a look. You see for yourself what's in there. Oh, that's not in there, Lord. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> you know, let's keep yeah. going. Let's just keep going on with life. Yeah. You see, it's, it's, and that was him displaying the vastness of his love right there, bro. Mm-hmm. The incredible vastness. Yeah. Well, it's something that I've noticed even within mm-hmm. culture is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, identity as a whole is mm-hmm. something that I feel like the enemy is really trying to attack. Yes. And I don't have against, I don't have anything against, um, like uh, those um, 23 and me things, ancestry. Oh things, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but even then there's this desire within people to know who they are, yes. to know their identity and where mm-hmm. they come from. And then even, mm-hmm. you know, people who uh, look at a very physical attraction, you know, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm attracted to a man or mm-hmm. I'm a woman and I'm attracted to women. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it's, it, it's definitely a very, synthetic v uh, like identity and, and yes. what i'm seeing in your stories is that yes. god god um uh oh yeah my producer saying personality tests are another way that there's all these personality <laughs> tests and all this yep. stuff. Um, mm-hmm. but um it seems like god continually just gave you these experiences de- in a way declaring over you who you are who much I like was. your family yeah. did but yeah. it's the word of the lord so it's more yes. powerful <laughs> yes that's right it's the voice of the lord yeah that is so right that is so yeah. right that's so right and yeah. you know and i wasn't alone in the journey you yeah. know and i would compare myself to other people's stories you know where they had this amazing encounter and i believe it amazing encounter with the lord and then boom the the gay feelings left it was it was 11 years of this wow 11 years started when I was 11 years old. Mm. Okay. Went to, I was on 22, 23, 11 years of this and, and have these encounters. And then people saying, well, if you're seeing God, why are you dealing with this? Yeah. You know? And I knew that, that the, the enemy would try and poke and prod me with that way. Oh, oh yeah. You're seeing the Lord. Why, yeah, why, why is, is that? Yeah. yeah. Why are you dealing with this? Yeah. You know? And, but Jesus never left me. I would be walking up to school you know, in the dorms when I'm in college and, you know, my mind is like trying to do the right thing, you know, and I'm looking down at my own feet walking. Then I see the Lord Jesus's feet walking next to me. And I'm like, oh, I said, there he is. Now my eyes would look up and there's Jesus. And he's just smiling. Jesus is the happiest person ever. And he's just smiling. He puts his arms around me and we're walking to class. And he said, I'm, I'm not leaving you. He would say that mm. I'm not leaving you. You know, I'm not leaving you. Mm, man. He's always there. He was there with me the whole time. The whole yeah. time. Man. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, it's so awesome to see even where you're at now and the things mm-hmm. that God is doing in mm-hmm. and through you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's definitely a fulfillment of, you know, he, he fulfills <laughs> his word, right? Right, right, right. He fulfills what he's going to fulfill. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah that's right. Love. I love that. And it's just yes. like, it wasn't, an, again, like I said earlier, it wasn't enough that he, he's like, okay, you, you, you have a, a healthier, a healthy view of who you are in me. Yes. He's like, now we're going to go do, do stuff. Yes. And, and yes. I love what he's doing through you and your mm-hmm. ministry. And, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and even just in the time that I've observed, mm-hmm. just, it, just an in, increased hunger to pursue his presence, to spend time yes. in his presence. Absolutely. Um, and you're never going to, he's always going to reward that. He's mm-hmm. always going to, he wa- he wants to spend time with mm-hmm. us. Right? Oh my gosh. So much. Yeah. So much. He, I was reading song of Psalm where it says like an apple tree among the trees of the forest. So is my beloved. I love song of Psalm. I read it all the time, but I, I, 
remember meditating on that verse and um, I go into heaven and I land on the grass. The grass is so soft. The grass sings, you know, when the wind blows through the, each blade of grass is mixy sound of violins. It's beautiful. Mm. It's as the wind just goes through it and you can see the, it's amazing, beautiful, mm. but there's <laughs> these apple trees, these beautiful trees and there's the Lord and he's right there. And his the light coming from him just spirals off of his body. It's just, he's so beautiful. Jesus is so beautiful. Mm. And I'm like, oh, there's my king right there. There's the king. And so I'm walking and then you have these angels come in and they're like, who do you love? Tell us about this man that you love so much. Cause that's what stirs angels. Really? Angels are they, yes. When they see you walking in intimacy with God, they end up being attracted to you because they love him. And wow. you admit this fragrance of heaven that the wow. angels don't admit angels have the fragrance. But when we move in intimacy with God, we emit a fragrance in the spiritual realm. And so angels just, they just fly in. Wow. You know, so isn't, these, isn't there a verse that mm -hmm. says something about like the mystery of the gospel, mm -hmm. something about, I, I can't remember if it's mm -hmm. angels. I'm drawing a blank right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Isn't there a verse about something about that in the new Testament? I'm trying to remember. Oh man, there is, I believe there is a mystery of the gospel. Is there? Oh, the angels long to look into. Yeah. Something things, like that. Something like that. Yeah. And it's true. Yeah, yeah, they do. They, they fly in and they, they ask like, who, why do you love them so much? Tell us about him. Yeah. What about him is so amazing because they just want to know. Yeah. And I'm focused on him walking down this road and he's under this apple tree and he's glowing and he's beautiful. And he's, I sit in his shade of delight, you know, and he says to me, son, I want you to give what you have tasted. And I began to learn more about my ministry then is that he wanted me to prophesy. He wanted me to teach or to share, to prophesy what I have tasted. Mm. And I have tasted the goodness of the Lord. I have tasted that bread. I have tasted that apples, those apples, the sweetness of God. Mm. And he's like, I want you to prophesy what you have tasted, but you've got to come here and sit under the shade with me. Mm. Oh, so, it's so cool. continually, continually come back. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's something that's interesting, even with me, that's really shifted, I would say over the past 10 years mm -hmm. is before it was like one, one big encounter with God, I would use that to sustain me. Uh -huh. And then uh -huh. I would just kind of go about my, my time. And then when I would feel like I run dry, then I would continue to pursue, I would come sure. back and pursue God for another big encounter. Uh -huh. And I'm realizing like, man, like, it's so much better to like mm -hmm. just continually yes. come back to come God back. all the yes. time, you know, where yeah. it was like, um, even though mm -hmm. I was a believer, I was definitely like still trying to do my own thing and trying mm -hmm. to, uh, so mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. that's right. That's right. Definitely a value that's in right. pursuing God on <laughs> the regular. Yes. That. Yes. On yeah. the regular, keep coming back. You know, he, he wants us to keep, keep, for within you, in Psalms, it says, for within you is the fountain of life. Mm -hmm. He wants us to keep coming back to that fountain. Mm. He wants us. I've seen it. I've, I, in the gardens of heaven, he will sit on a three-tiered fountain, you know, and he's there. Oh, he's so awesome. <laughs> he's there. And, and I'm like, oh, there's Jesus. Oh, my gosh. I'm going. I'm going. And I go up to him and I sit by that fountain. And he says, would you like something to drink? And I'm like, yes, you know, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You know, that's what he wants. He wants us to come by you who have nothing to eat. You want something to drink. Mm. Come. He wants us to continually come back. Mm -hmm. mm. So good. Mm -hmm. So when you, when you uh, officially were like, whoa, the feelings are gone. Yep. Mm -hmm. Was it an immediate, like telling your family or was it something that you sat on for a while mm -hmm. or was it, what was mm -hmm. that? That's was a great it pride? Like, oh, mm -hmm. I have to admit they were right. You know, <laughs> that's a, you know, I didn't even go into. Uh, that's a great question. I didn't. I didn't have to say I. I admitted to them. It was like, you know what? It was like, hey, I went down to the store and grabbed some bread. Conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what it was like because it was just like, of course. My 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 mom and my dad are like, of course. Like they yeah. believe so much that like 
yeah. And then I remember my brother, because my brother was a roommate through college. And um, I remember he would say, I told him, I said, hey, Lucas, I said, the feelings are gone. And he said, awesome. Well, what did you expect? He was like, yeah. <laughs> of course they're gone, you know? Yeah. Um, and it was just, a man, it was such a, such a launching into what I am meant to do. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash donate and become a partner today. You know, to, in the realness of God, because after 11 years of going through that, you know, I went through 11 years of that. And then after that, I went through a seven year dry period. Mm. But 11 years after that, that is what started that ministry of being a friend to Jesus. I understood what friendship looked like with him. Mm-hmm. I understood, you know, his, his loyalty, you know, his kindness, his, his grace. I understood that. And so that shifted and shaped that prophetic voice that I now carry because yeah. I know I've tasted, as I said. Yeah, what's interesting, going back to the, one of the first things you said when you started talking about your upbringing mm-hmm. is, is the lie of uh, kind of is of unworthiness. Yes. Right. And I was immediately identified with that as a man. And I mm-hmm. think knowing a lot of other my guy friends, uh, feeling uh, unworthiness is mm-hmm. something that's, I, I know a lot of women can experience that too, but men mm-hmm. do experience that. And it's mm-hmm. really interesting. It was like, it just manifests in different ways. That lie can manifest in different ways. And yes, get, yes. Get people in different ways. Yes. So, yes, um, yes. but I mean, I can 100% relate to, mm-hmm. to that growing up, that feeling mm-hmm. of unworthiness. Mm-hmm. Too. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's a, it, the culture says what a man should look like. Right. And I remember Jesus appeared to me in my room. He said, I will show you what masculinity looks like. Mm. And I said, whoa, that shifted me. I was like, boom. Yeah. You see all those encounters and still I had to walk through that. Mm-hmm. You know, I still had to even see the fulfillment of his word. But I said, whoa, my masculinity is defined by Jesus, mm-hmm. who he is as a man. And That's so true. I started to read the gospels, read, read and read how God, how God, Jesus defined themselves as men. I said, okay. There it is right there. Mm-hmm. There it is right there. Mm-hmm. And I, I've always, Jeff, I've always been an intimate person. I've mm-hmm. always been that way. Yeah. I've always loved to be close. I love to express intimacy, you know, and I was told that men don't do that, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, but I'm here reading the gospels and I'm seeing so much love and expression of love between how, how God is describing his love with the people of Israel. Come, I'll carry you like the lambs, mm-hmm. you know, like, let him kiss with the kids of his word. All these, like, you're the bride, I'm the groom. Like our bed is full of spices, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, that's not, that's not computing here with what yeah. culture is saying and what God is saying. Yeah. Well, even just like the Western, our Western culture, because um, in Middle Eastern culture, like men will hold each other's hands, you yep. know? And it's, mm-hmm. and so even um, there was even like in Southeast Asia, there's a lot of that. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've been in India and mm-hmm. Thailand Mm-hmm. And, um, and it very much, you do see some of that, yeah. uh, that physical affection, mm-hmm. yes. you know, mm-hmm. amongst, you know, guy friends. And it's not, mm-hmm. uh, it's not in a, a homosexual right. way at all. Right. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so seeing that type of behavior mm-hmm. really opened a lot for me, even with, with what I read in the gospels. Yes. So seeing that type, Cause yeah, here in the West, it's very like, bubbles men, men need to be <laughs> exactly so, yeah right 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 absolutely absolutely yeah. my favorite color was was pink growing up it was mm-hmm. pink i loved it why did i love it because i love the brightness i love what it meant i love what it mm-hmm. made me feel and i'm here telling you know you know boys my age and, and you know oh you're gay you know yeah. all that kind of stuff and you guys don't like that color but i but i, I love this i yeah. do yeah. I love, but when I get essential oils, bro, give me the roses. Yeah. I want to smell like roses, man. Yeah, lavender, <laughs> dude. Lavender. lavender. Love it. Dude, I'm yeah. so, I'm, you know, I'm just like, I am so firm and so complete 
and so set in my masculinity because mm -hmm. I am looking upon Jesus. Mm -hmm. When I'm looking upon Jesus, I see myself in him. Mm -hmm. You know, I see who he is and I'm like, yes, that's the guy. Yes, there I, yes, you know, mm -hmm. and that sustains me, that holds me because awesome. culture is continually to throw ideas. Right. Continually, the, the, the spirit of this world, you know, is continuing to throw ideas of what love looks like, what masculinity looks like, what feminism looks like. And I'm saying we need to look at Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that answer is always going to be the same, no matter yeah. what culture does, yep. no matter, you know, yep. if it ebbs and flows as it yep. does, mm -hmm. the answer is always the same. That's right. always the same. That's right. Because that's he's right. the great I am. He's that's the one right. that's always, he's unchanging. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I, I love that. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> so what is, so obviously mm -hmm. I see this other point here about mm -hmm. how Jesus wants intimate friends. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. What do you mean by that? Oh, such a good thing. When he came to me and he said, Micah, I want, he said, I want friends, bring me friends. And I said, okay, Lord, what do you mean by that? He says, I want to be known. Mm -hmm. And he just, the tears came down his eyes. I remember the feeling of the tears hitting my hands. I was at um, International House of Prayer in Kansas City. I was doing an internship. So I was 19 when this happened. Uh, in in the in our dorm room area, you know, and having prayed for four hours, <laughs> you know, you know, wow. that's what we did, dude. We prayed twenty four hours a week, okay, wow. and fasted two times a day, two yeah. two times a week. But um, I remember him being before me, and his the tears hitting my hands, and I could I felt them, and I said, he said, I want to be known. I want them to know what I'm thinking, to know what I'm feeling. He says. Even with just a glance of my eye, where my eye goes, they know exactly what's happening. Mm -hmm. They know exactly what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling. And then he said, son, you have to be close to hear my heartbeat. He said, I want friends who will lay themselves on my chest and hear my heartbeat. Mm -hmm. And that reminded me of when I was, when after he said that, that reminded me of, when I was 11, at the beginning of this, of that homosexual struggle, I had an encounter with Jesus. The first time I saw Jesus and he came into my room, picked me up, held me close and then laid me. He, I'm actually in the room where this happened right now. Really? <laughs> you know, that first encounter with Jesus. Uh, my bed was against the window and my brother's bed was against the wall over here. But, uh, you know, he comes in, picks me up and puts me on his chest and he lays down on my bed and I heard his heartbeat. Wow. And when I just laid there for the rest of the night and when I woke up the next morning, he was gone, but I went downstairs and told my mom, I said, mom, I saw Jesus. What did you do? I said, well, I laid on his chest and heard his heart. And then she said, well, go back and tell Jesus. Thank you. That's one thing my mom always did said, go back and tell Jesus. Thank you. So I made a habit of it. Wow. So when he told me that when I was 19, I remembered that encounter. And I said to him, me being me. I said to him, I said, Oh Lord. Okay. But a lot of prophets, you know, they do like floods and comets and earthquakes. Yeah. <laughs> Calamity. Yeah, I know. And I said, don't you want to do that? You know, cause I was just still trying to figure out what to do. What is this yeah. stuff? You know? And, uh, he's, I, I don't know. He just smiled. Jesus is so kind. He just smiled. And he said, I have something better. He said, mm. I want you to bring me friends. Mm. I said, Lord, I'll do it. Speak to my heart to do it. And so, you know, that's that's where all of that began, even with Behold Wonder. All of that just started from that place of bringing people into intimacy with God. Mm. That's awesome. I also just realized, I think I've been saying beyond wonder and it's behold wonder. Yes, right? that's okay. okay yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yes, I caught yes. myself. If oh, I that's okay, up, bro. Okay, you know, when people say behold the wonders, they oh, put an okay. S in it. I'm like, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, so what has the Lord shown you in terms of like, because I've I've seen a lot of prophetic words mm. about the glory intensifying mm -hmm. 
Yes. And you have something that the Lord has shown you regarding that too, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Talk about that. Yes. The glory of God is going to be amazing. Okay. Mm -hmm. See, this is why Holy Spirit is working on our identities right now for us to believe in who he says we are, mm -hmm. because Jesus is expecting us to do greater things than he did. Like he's expecting us to do greater things he did. And so Holy Spirit is working on our identity so that we can walk in our full potential, walk in that capacity of that glory that the Lord wants us to walk in. I remember in this encounter, I am standing in front of the father and he, he has his finger in front of my face like this and he points at my nose and he said, do you know how much glory is in you. And I said, what do you mean, God? He said, I live inside you. He said, there is no limit to what you can do with me. Hmm. He said, you just believe something different. You're listening to a whisper, a lie that says you can't. He says, but my word says, I have filled you with power to do the works of the Lord. Mm. So Micah, I have filled you with power to do the works of the Lord. And so me and Jesus are on this journey of where I'm like, it's like I'm, oh, oh my gosh, there's so many things going on in my brain. It's like <laughs> we're supercharging. We're saying, hey, church, you're amazing. Let's walk in this thing. The glory of God is ready to burst out of you to burst out all over the world we are in this family business of seeing the kingdom of god in display we all the time focus on darkness and gross darkness on the land but we but the glory of the lord shall be risen upon you mm -hmm. there is no challenge for light mm -hmm. Light will always win. Yeah. Light will always overpower. Light will always overpower. And we are, I remember Father stood in front of me. He said, pointed at my chest and he said, who are you? And I said, I'm a son of light. And he said, who am I? And I said, you're the father of lights. Like, that's incredible. We are children of light. And our father, who is light, is the father of lights. Mm. See, Amen. we are so connected. We are so joined in with him. There's so much in us to do. And I am excited because I see us walking in that fullness, man, on the earth. And people are like, Jesus is going to come back soon. I'm like, eh, not for a while, because he's up there like, <laughs> we got a whole lot of stuff we're going to do that's going to be amazing. Right. Well, and I always tell people, too, mm -hmm. uh, I was talking to some some people, uh, some mm -hmm. friends about this the other day, because they're mm -hmm. like, I think Jesus is going to come soon. I said, well, it's just a food <laughs> for thought. It does say that the church is that spot, blemish, or wrinkle. Right. <laughs> Uh, we may have a few little blemishes yeah, left. Just, you know, we got some stuff to work on. <laughs> right, <laughs> so, yes. And then he's like, Absolutely. I was like, what about you? Uh, yeah. First they asked me, and then I mm -hmm. said, what about you? And they said, mm -hmm. well, you kind of poked holes in what I was about to say. I was like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, I was mm -hmm. like, we got to get to work. We got, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so. Absolutely, man. It's so mm -hmm. true. I remember I, Lord woke me up and he said, Micah, take me to go see the Avengers. That's just when Avengers, uh, 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 the first, the not first Endgame, the, the, the other one uh, that Infinity came out. Infinity War? Yes. Yeah, Avengers yeah. Infinity War It would have been 2018 out. or something like that. Oh, that long ago? Wow. Yeah, right? That's yeah. A long time since <laughs> we out. Many so, moons. Yeah. yeah, many moons ago. And yeah. I, okay, of course, I'm a huge Marvel fan. So I had, I probably watched it like at least five times before yeah. the Lord asked me to go with him. But I had no problems. I could watch that movie all the yeah, time. Yeah, gladly. Gladly, Jesus. Yeah. You know, and and I said, you want to go see Avengers? And he said, yeah, take me to go see Avengers. And I said, okay, yippee for me. So I, yeah. you know, I go get a ticket. Um, I even thought, like, should I buy him a ticket? You know, well, I'll just get in there. And if he walks in, I'll buy him a ticket. I don't like, I. these are just the things I think, you know. Yeah. And so I get a ticket, go get a, a pop and some popcorn. Movie theater's cold, have my blanket. And I sit down. And I'm enjoying the movie. Well, in comes this guy, you know, and he's got his drink, got a Spider-Man T-shirt on, uh, sandals, uh, um, those slip sandals and socks. 
you know, white socks, white socks. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so I'm sitting there watching the movie and, uh, hey, man, can I have some of your popcorn? I'm like, okay. So I gave him some popcorn. Weirdo. Like, yeah. I know, here. like, this is mine, <laughs> you know, but oh, man, I gave him popcorn, yeah. you know, and then he's drinking his pop and everything. Mid finished the movie and he gets up and I'm sitting down and I'm just, I like, I'm most people, I like to reflect on movies. So I'm mm-hmm. just reflecting. And he said, man, he's like, I just, what do you think about, if people just thought a little bit more like these superheroes, like where are the Spider-Mans? Like where, he said, where are the Iron Mans? Where's the Captain Americas? Mm-hmm. He said, if people thought more like these superheroes, he said, we get a whole lot done. And I said, absolutely. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Like we need to think better about ourselves and da, 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 da. And then I was so fired up and I said, my name is Micah. And he shook my hand and he said, my name is Jesus. And then he just disappeared. Wait, he what? Left the theater. <laughs> he was gone. Now <laughs> I screamed. I was like, ah, and I'm sitting here trying to text my family, but my fingers oh, are amazing. like, I could, my fingers are shaking and I, and I get in the car and I'm like, ah, you know, and I said to the Holy Spirit, I, of course I get in the car and I'm crying and I'm, you know, and I've seen Jesus before, but I'm thinking like, <laughs> so many thoughts. he was next to me the whole time. And I said to Holy Spirit, I said, how did he get in the building? Like, and so Holy Spirit started to bring to remembrance times where in my subconscious, I noticed the guy. I remember seeing him in line to get his pop. You know, he was there the whole time and there were people who were talking to him and they didn't even know it was him. Wow. They were talking That's to Jesus. Wild. Jesus was in the building, you know, and, yeah. and, and I'm thinking like, okay, well, Lord, give me a scripture, you know, cause I'm like, right. Just help me out here a little bit, you know? Yeah. And so he reminded me of the verse where he was walking with the disciples on the road. They had no idea who he yeah. was. Yes. Mm-hmm. I also mm-hmm. want to point out that from what you described, <laughs> Jesus showed up like a total nerd. Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> and one guy told me, he said, so that has to mean that Jesus' favorite superhero is Spider-Man because he had a Spider-Man shirt on. Yeah. But he was a total nerd. Yeah, I he... love it so much. And as a nerd, yes. that really resonates with me. <laughs> absolutely absolutely oh my that's what i mean he's so real he's so real and i i i was blown away by that i was blown away and so we jesus and i went on that journey jeff of where he would ask me to take him places and he would show up like people and other people would see him besides me you know he told one time he asked me to take him to coles this is what i mean by the glory of the lord it's going to do these incredible things mike could take me to coles why i remember saying why because I, I want i don't want to go shopping i don't want anything coles mike no. take me coles where are you going to get at coles jesus he said i'm going to go shopping shopping for what take me to coles micah so yeah. i get in the car go to coles i said well i think i can get some socks so you know i walk around in coles and and uh you know jesus appears there nothing new for me i've seen him before cool i think i'm the only one that can see him walking around having conversation i get my pair of socks go into the checkout line and I'm talking to him now in my mind because I didn't want people to think I was crazy because I'm talking out loud. <laughs> so I'm talking to him now in my mind and boop, lady scans the socks, boop, and she looks up, looks at me and then looks to Jesus. And I, it didn't compute with me at the beginning. And she says, who's your friend? And I said, who's who? She said, who's your friend? I, and I, of course, I'm looking at him and I'm thinking like, she can't be talking about you. She can't see you. And I said, there's no one here. And she said, your friend, who is he? And I'm like, oh, I just started, I was like, oh my gosh. And now I'm a mess. And I'm trying to remember all the things I learned in college about leading people to Jesus. And I can't even talk, you know? And I said, and he said, he extends his hand to her and he says, I'm Jesus. And then she straight up says to him, I hate you. And he started to just talk to her. He told her her life, her past, all these intimate things about her that only he would know. And she was a royal hot mess. And she just received him on the spot. And the people in the line behind me saw that. They saw that man, Jesus. Wow. And I'm like, and so they're like, 
people are all amazed that what's going on, the presence of God is in coals now. And then Jesus just perfect, just disappears out of sight wow. and leaves me standing there with yeah. these people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's crazy though. Like I yeah. think about what God is doing in the Middle East with, yeah. with a lot of Muslims where yeah. the man in white is coming and he's mm -hmm. actually like visit either in dreams, but sometimes actually Please. physically appearing to like whole villages and yep. small towns. Yeah. So it's not, mm -hmm. it's just something that hasn't been as commonplace here in mm -hmm. the West. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I definitely am ready for that to happen. Oh, bro. It's going to, it, yeah. it, it is going to happen. People are going to see, I remember I had a dream about angels showing up on the news and people interviewing them. And, and the angels are sharing the gospel and I wake up and the Lord says, that's going to happen where people are going to see angels on television. Everybody will see that. See, that's what I mean. Who has time? Who has time to worry about what the enemy is doing? Right. The glory of God is so powerful. It's going mm -hmm. to squaw, completely squash, yeah. squash that, bro. Yeah. Amen. We have amazing Amen. things coming, bro. Yeah. Oh, let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> um, let's let's do it. Let's yes. be Avengers, bro. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. I teach those prophetic. When I teach prophetic class in my church, I'm always out court because it's me. But I'm always talking. There's always a superhero that makes it into my mess. Or something. Yeah, man, <laughs> so I get it. Yeah, <laughs> for cool. For me, it's usually Star Wars. But That's like, cool. yeah, yeah. Um, but definitely superheroes. Absolutely. Yes, yes. You know, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. man. Oh. He's well, incredible. we're out of time, but oh, yeah. you know, I I want to give you some an opportunity to you know sure to pray for the people, mm -hmm. um, whether it's you know you know whatever words of knowledge you might get, sure, just praise you feel led. Absolutely, sure, yeah. You know, one thing I know the Lord is ready to do is He really wants to release God encounters for everybody. Mm -hmm. It's and that's. People ask me, I pray that my eyes will open so I'll see and, you know, those things. And I love to pray those things and I will. But God is wanting to encounter you. Mm. He wants to give encounters to you. Mm. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for those who are watching. Lord, I thank you for those who will watch. And I just release the anointing right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, you are ready to give God encounters. You are ready to catch people up into heaven. You are ready to open their eyes, to open up their five senses in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. So I release power over you. I release the destiny of God over you because it is a good thing. It is time. It is time. And so I come against also from the spirit that tried to say that you aren't good enough, that you are not good enough for God to come to. I break that in the name of Jesus and I speak the love of God over you. You are his child. You are his favorite one. You are the apple of his eye. You are the bride. You are the one he chooses to come to. You are his perfect choice. He wants to be around you. He wants to pour out power over you in the name of Jesus. And some of you will feel the wind blowing by you. That is the angels because angels respond when we exalt Jesus, when we worship the Father. So if you're feeling that wind, that's them. If you're feeling that heat, that is the passion of Jesus. He is lighting you on fire. He wants you to burn. He wants you to burn. Even so for you, Jeff, sorry, got to do it, bro. Even so for you, man, there <laughs> is a heat. There is a flame of God on you, on your shoulders, on you, bro. That is passion, a greater depth of passion for Jesus. Mm. He's looking at you and he says, you are my friend. You are my friend. And his voice is coming to you. His voice is sustaining you. So what I bless the friendship of God that's going to be displayed in you, Jeff, and those of you who are watching in wow. Jesus' name. Mm. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. We worship mm. you. <laughs> Amen.
Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh man. I love yeah. it. It's so amazing. Yeah, it's interesting. Right before you right before you said that, I actually felt heat like on mm -hmm. this side of my face yeah. too. So mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Face to face. You're gonna have you're gonna be like Moses, bro. See, Moses, when Moses had in face to face with God, it means his nose and God's nose touched. Mm. You're not only going to see the face of God, to be in an intimate relationship with the face of God, but your faces will touch. Oh, man. Okay. That's a closeness, bro. Come on. I bless you with that. Oh, man. amen. Mm -hmm. Yes. Man, <laughs> Micah, man. Uh, how, can, how can people follow you? Sure. I know you're uh, a couple of different places online. Yes. Okay. So Lord help me. So I'm on, my website is beholdwonder.com. And then you can find me on Facebook, Micah Turnbow on Facebook. I have an Instagram mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's Behold Wonder. YouTube. And I do have YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Look, you know it. <laughs> I yeah. have YouTube. I'm helping you out a little bit. You have a Twitter. I do have Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do have Twitter. Um, and uh, my my operations director, he always laughs at me because he says, you need to know what platforms you're on. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I'm on YouTube, Micah uh, Turnbow on YouTube. Could be behold wonder oh yeah i'm on youtube and twitter and facebook micah turbo on facebook and then my website beholdwonder.com yeah. and everybody knows the drill all of those are in the description as well so they can click absolutely. right there and they can like subscribe follow whatever all that good stuff absolutely micah god bless you man oh thanks like, bro oh man this is great mm -hmm. i love that we get to talk about superheroes a little bit as well <laughs> uh that's yes, great man. Yes. so um be blessed, everybody. Go do something you love. God bless you guys, and we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> this has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description for more info on how you can donate today.